Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in, Busted Open Nation. All pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It is time for the weekend edition of Busted Open Podcast Edition. I'm Ryan McKinnell. Got the Hall of Famer. Bubba Ray Dudley along for the ride here on a Saturday. And on this episode, we take a deep dive in to All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing pay-per-view on this weekend. And we look through at the lens of CM Punk. Could some fantasy booking help on what might happen in a wild main event coming up in 24 hours what does the future hold for cm punk after tomorrow we also take a look at tag team wrestling through the lens of both companies on one side sammy Zayn and kevin owens foes of the past could they join forces in the future well we certainly hope so we talk about that and we talk about two of the best tag teams going in this era or of any era the hardys and young bucks coming off of that great cosplay segment last night on AEW Rampage. We talk about the expectations for Double or Nothing and the love that Bully Ray has for one of those tag teams. But to find out who, you got to sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. It's busted open on a Saturday. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens bully continuing to show why they are two legitimate gems in WWE ask and they will deliver. It doesn't matter what role you put them in where on the card. They are two of the best in the world and two very longtime friends. And and you got to see that chemistry. I feel like in full display last night, Uh, listening to Sammy and Kevin go back and forth last night in the ring. I, I felt like I was a fly on the wall in the back in the locker room, maybe at one of their houses, maybe in the car when they're (laughs) driving up and down the roads, like just arguing and bickering and like, you know, no, no, it's good stuff. Their timing is impeccable. Kevin uh, Mm -hmm. always delivers Sammy. I know you're a huge Sammy Zane fan, um both and bully both those guys i am like in terms of w i'm not even just pro wrestling because i don't like separating and like i'm a fan of wwe i'm a fan of roh new japan doesn't matter fsw here in vegas love pro wrestling those two sit in an entirely different echelon for me is there a reason why uh because they're the entire package uh, with Owens, I think it's one of those factors of you see a little bit of yourself in him, right? He's a bigger dude. Like, you know, I, I always love Canadians. I don't know. It's just going back to Owen and, and Brett and, 
uh, the great Canadians of the 80s and 90s. Um, I, I don't know, man. It just it, they just they seem like they represent the best of professional wrestling outside the ring. And then when they're inside the squared circle, it doesn't again, comedy, serious moves, spam moves or psychology. They can deliver in any sort of style. They're just they're five tool players, man. You said something that I think is very important. You said you see a little bit of yourself in Kevin Owens. And I believe that this is uh, across the board why fans were able to invest in talents like a Daniel Bryan and a Kevin Owens. Daniel Bryan is significantly undersized, you know, and he wasn't a gimmick. It's not like a Spike Dudley undersized who had a gimmick or Rey Mysterio undersized to a luchador. Daniel Bryan looked like any small dude that could have uh, bought a ticket to see wrestling. And I think a lot of fans were like, hey, I look like that dude. I'm smaller. I don't have a tan and I have a beard. You know, uh, I could do this too. So he became relatable. Kevin Owens to, hey, a, a, a heavier dude. And I get it. I used to be 402 yeah. pounds. So Ryan, yeah. it's not like you're about to get on stage and pose for the Mr. Olympia. You know, you're probably a, a similar body I feel, style I, to Kevin Owens. I, I feel, I feel I feel attacked. I feel attacked. No, not at all. Not at all. You're a similar body. But you look at a Kevin Owens and as a wrestling fan who probably always wanted to try to be a wrestler, you're like, well, well, shit, look at him. I I, kind of look like him. I have a beard like him. I'm uh, I'm not tan like him. And I got a couple of tattoos like him. And, you know, I don't have abs like him. So, man, I like this dude. And oh, by the way, he can really wrestle. And he cuts a hell of a yes. promo and he's entertaining. Relatable. And that's all that matters. Relatable. Yep. This is why I want Cody out of the suit. It's not relatable. I'm not saying you have to go wear Steve Austin's uh, jean shorts and a t-shirt, but there's a reason <laughs> why that got over. Yeah. Relatable. And Cena. Beers, Cena, 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 Cena in the... Yeah, seen in the jean shorts and the jerseys, like the Thugonomics Cena, right? Like, that was very relatable at the time. He was wearing the 54, the Erlacher jersey, 2004, 2005. That was very, like, for a new generation, you could see. Now, he was huge and beautiful and uh, chiseled, and that's why he's in Hollywood right now, right? But, like, there was a relatability there to the character. I remember when John came to me and asked me for an ab workout. And I'm, I'm very proud to say that I was able to give my ab workout to John Cena. And that's how he became so shredded and ripped. So you're welcome for life, John. Right. You're a good dude. Um, <laughs> We're welcome, peacemaker. So, yeah, I, I, I Owens, Zane, they, they yeah. are as entertaining now, if not more, as their days in Ring of Honor when we had Generico and we had Steen and they've worked their and way they were up pretty the da- And they were pretty damn entertaining then. I mean, look at a guy like Kevin Owens who yeah. never would have, in a million years, would you have thought that a Vince McMahon would have pushed a body type like a Kevin Owens because Vince likes big, tall, muscular dudes that's who he's always gone for but every once in a while somebody can push the right buttons and push the envelope where vince is forced to do something i mean vince allowed kevin owens to headbutt him in the face and split him open vince mcmahon put kevin owens in the ring with stone cold steve austin 
he's uh, Kevin Owens has also been a former world heavyweight champion. Cena on his first night, Owens, his first night against John Cena. I think title. that was more of a Cena call. I think that was a Cena exactly. call and a great call because it was shock. Absolute shock and awe. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved it mm-hmm. because Cena knew that that Ke- Ke- that Kevin had something coming out of NXT. And if you're going to, you know, you can have a first night in the WWE like every other talent does, which normally amounts to a very just fair to Midland first night, or you could have a first night like a Kevin Owens. It's not like Kevin was being brought to the main roster like Jericho was on, you know, with his countdown clock day one. Kevin was going to be brought up, brought up in a very lukewarm way. And then John said, "Uh -uh, I want to do some business with this kid. And it worked. Mm. Very reminiscent of uh, when Paige, you know, came out. And uh, I mean, it's not the the championship like when she took out AJ Lee, but um, very similar. Right. It doesn't happen often when you get a debut like that. But when it does happen, it signals in usually a generational talent. And, and Kevin has absolutely delivered on that. And again, you, you know, you asked why I like these two so much. Um, it's really just a respect of professional wrestling. Like it's like you said, art is subjective and, and bully. It is an art. And these are two great painters, man. I mean, they can do anything. They can, they can, they can mold anything. They can do whatever you ask. And I'm sure, you know. I mean, I know. I mean, they wouldn't still be here and still be in the place that they are and and have the leverage they do if if Vince didn't realize that. And to your point about what you know Vince did with Kevin in terms of his body type, in terms of his believability, it's a, uh, you know. I would, I, it, it's my understanding with Vince, you just have to sell him. You just have to make him believe, right? And then, I mean, it's not easy, easier said than done in terms of you trying to get yourself over or push a certain gimmick or a story, um, but but I think it's pretty clear that very early on, Kevin Owens won Vince McMahon over. And the same thing can be said about Sami Zayn. Uh, they definitely did. And you take a look at Kevin Owens. Yeah. You know, one night he's main eventing WrestleMania against Steve Austin. The, the next couple of weeks he's yeah. doing lie detector tests. With, you know, Ezekiel. <laughs> with Ezekiel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vince, Vince looks at talents uh, like a Kevin Owens or a Sami Zayn as Swiss army knives, capable of doing so many things within the, the scope of just one, you know, tool that can get the job done. And when you have talent like that, you always want to keep them around. You never want to let them go. Um because Vince knows he can trust these guys with just about anything. He can hand them anything. You become a good hand. Now, sometimes the good hand line is a kiss of death, but it'll also keep you nice and cushy and making money and supporting your family for a long time. And I, and I, I Kevin just re-signed the deal with the WWE, I believe, for like three to five years. So he's going to be around yeah. for a while. He'll probably retire in the WWE. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens uh, potentially tagging together in the future. I-, I feel like that's where we're headed. The the back and forth last night that we got is too good to ignore. Very reminiscent in terms of comedic timing. The team, hell no. That sort of, uh, you know, the opposites attract and bully. When we talk about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, you know, a lot of us are immediately going to Kevin Steen and El Generico and they're tag teaming across the country for many years. And Bully is one of the best tag teams, you know, not on a major promotion at the time. Really, the only major promotion was WWE, if we're being honest, in North America. Um, they've got a history, man. And I think it would it would really make everybody happy. It would make old school fans of Owens and Zayn happy. And I think it would absolutely 
uh, appeal to a new generation that for maybe fans that have no idea that they have that history or that they tagged together in the past. It, it just there's too much good stuff on the table, in my opinion, to to not make this happen. Uh, I think them as a team would be extremely entertaining, uh, knowing what they've done in the past, knowing what they're capable of, knowing yeah. the, the the timing they have with one another. They've been friends for so long. There's no doubt. I remember this one time in catering, Ryan, you'll, you'll appreciate this. This is when me and Devon were back in 2015, 2016. Um, oh yeah. Uh, we, we, we were sitting down and I'm at, it's me, Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens at the same table. And me okay. and Sammy are sitting there eating and here comes Kevin with a plate of food. Now he must've had like a pound of pasta and like five meatballs on his plate. And Sammy is just looking at him like, <laughs> dude, you're in the WWE. You might want to try to maintain some type of a fit figure. He's looking at him like five meatballs, like the look of disgust that Sammy had on his face for the <laughs> amount of food that Kevin was about to eat. And Kevin just didn't care. Just shoveling yeah. it in. Didn't care. And I love it because, you know, Ryan, wrestling is about all different shapes and sizes and colors and creeds sure. and everybody. Not everybody has to look like Hulk Hogan. Not everybody has to look like the rock. Not everybody's going to look like John Cena. There's plenty of room for the, you know, the Jerry Blackwells and the one man gangs and all these old school names that, you know, heavier dudes, people, when Bam, people, Bam Bigelow, baby. When people ask me sometimes, like, how did you, you know, you, you weren't, I was never a, I was never a body guy. I mean, now I am, I mean, dude, now I'm just <laughs> shredded. I'm ripped. I think I saw an ad coming so. in the other day, although it might've just been good lighting in my bathroom. I'm not sure. Um, it's when you woke up though, right? It's right when you woke up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was fasting for like 37 hours and I had just woken up and I was depleted of all water. So I think it was an app. Maybe. <laughs> Kind of. Um, but, you know, as a guy who was as much as 402, as a guy who is as light as 274, I know that there's room for everything. You need big guys, little guys, big girls, little girls. That's why a girl like Dewdrop, you know, but let, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. There's plenty of women that have the same figure as her. And she might be as relatable to, to some women uh, as like a oh, Kevin Owens so. was relatable to yes. you. Not everybody yeah. is going to look like Charlotte and Sasha and Mandy, nor should they in the world of pro wrestling. No. So I'm a big fan of all the different, you know, uh, uh, body styles out there. That's great. Uh, that pasta story about Sammy and Kevin, because you paint that picture and I immediately go back to last night. Right. When you talk about the disgust on Sammy's face, when Kevin comes over with the plate of full pasta, he's like, you're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. No, you're a moron. No, you're a moron. Like it's, it was so good last night because they are longtime friends and bully a lot of the time. I mean, I'm not going to say you hate your longtime friends, but you, you certainly have those conversations where you talk uh, more freely with them than you do anybody else because you share 20 years or whatever it is. Dreamer always tells the busted open nation. If you ever want to, you know, know what it's like to be in the car with me and Bubba, just listen to busted open. Cause most of the yeah. time when me and Tommy are on together, the way me and Tommy talk to each other on the show is the way the car ride would be. We would be, we would debate wrestling. We would call each other fat, you know, throw each other under the bus, make jokes and, you know, just 
talk about wrestling all the time, you know, book the territories, book the towns, like, you know, like, like, like Austin would say, you get in the car and the boys normally come up with better shit than creative ever could. I, I've been in oh, rooms yeah. before. Ryan, I've been in rooms where the boys were talking for like five minutes. In five minutes, booked out an entire year just based on clear-cut, concise storytelling. We should do this, and then we should do this, and then we should do this. Here's your beginning, here's your middle, here's your end. You know, when I came up with the whole story about Dixie Carter, you know, I knew it was going to be a six-month story that I wanted to culminate in New York, and I knew that I wanted to do this with her, and here's how we were going to start it. And then this would be the middle of the story. And then Dixie's going to wind up putting me through a table. And then the payoff will be me putting her through the table. And they told me I was crazy when I came up with the idea. They're like, it's never going to work. I'm like, what do you mean it's not going to work? Of course it's going to work because we're promising people that the female boss who's, who is, who, who is, who is trying to hold wrestlers down is going to get put through a table on this night. It's like doc Brown saying light, the lightning will strike on this day at this time. And we're going to channel the 1.21 gigawatts right into the flux capacitor. And trust me, I channeled 1.21 gigawatts straight up into her flux capacitor. <laughs> That's right, brother. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. <laughs> Brother. up there, bully. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts, or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Right now, you have an invasion happening in AEW, right? There's no denial about that. Adam Cole, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, the list goes on. Ruby Soho, women as well, right? Like, it's across the board. You've got something happening here, so use it. The crowd wants to boo these people, potentially, so give them a reason. And I'm going to go to the main event on Double or Nothing on Sunday. CM Punk, he's back in Vegas. He dropped a pipe bomb over 10 years ago. He referenced it on Wednesday. I, there is something here. I would love to see Punk go heel. Talk about, here would be a great situation, right? Cut a promo on Tony Khan. Cross your legs, go in the middle of the ring after you cheat Hangman Page out of his title. And you'd be like, you say I don't love pro wrestling? You're absolutely right. I don't. We've got a billionaire in the back that's handing out checks like dum-dums at the bank, and I got paid, and I fooled all you idiots. And now I got your belt, and now I got your talent, and I am going to take this company for all it's worth, right? 
cut that promo, go out there and plant that flag. Now you've got real emotion from the crowd. I think it's cool and okay to boo CM Punk again because I think there's some people who want to. What I'm saying is, Bully, the table has been set. I think there's something here. I hope that AEW and Tony Khan recognize this and they play with it because that's when it's best, right? When you blur the lines, Bully. Uh, I love the blurring of the lines and Punk standing in that ring, taking his time and then looking at those people and going, what a bunch of suckers. Marks. Straight up marks. I know, you know, not even in my wildest dreams that I think I'd be able to pull this off, but I did. And it was easy. You know why? Let's go. Because you're all so easy. You believed in me. You bought into every last thing I said. You thought I was the same rebel. You thought I was the same punk that dropped that pipe bomb. No, I'm a businessman, and I'm smarter than each and every one of you. And not only do you call the audience marks, you say you know who the biggest mark of all is? Your Tony Khan. Yep, and you point to the back, and you make it an Austin McMahon sort of thing, like the talent versus the owner, but you you blur those lines because you don't know where the truth is, right? There's a lot of people out there like, what is AEW? How long is it going to run? How long can they continue this up with the ratings and the contracts they're presumably putting out? You have Punk be the lightning rod for that, and if you're going to do another pipe bomb, which I don't, listen, I was there that night at Thomas and Mac. It's one of the greatest promos in history. He would be the guy, and this would be the story where if he did it in that way, you would sit back and you would be like, well, shit, where is the line here? And this is some good stuff, right? Bully, I think we can agree. The the scene is ripe for picking. The term money mark has a negative connotation, correct? Yeah, I would say so. But it really isn't. It shouldn't. A money mark is a fan of pro wrestling that has a lot of money. Thus, they want to get into the industry. You could call them an entrepreneur. Give me me 20 Tony Khans. I want 20 billionaires in this space making companies and promotions. Listen, Tony Khan, is he a money mark? Absolutely, but not a negative way. Dixie Carter, money mark? Absolutely, not in a negative way. Billy Corgan, money mark? Uh, Not in a negative way. These were they fans. all loved pro wrestling. They all yep. loved pro wrestling and they had the money to get into the business of yep. pro wrestling. So we get this term money mark. It's it's I, I don't it's not a bad word. It's not a dirty word. However, if punk were to say, mm. not only are you people the marks, but the biggest mark in the back is Tony Khan. And I took oh, that I money get. mark for more money yes. than anybody in this company ever did. And that's why Cody left. Take the heat oh. for Cody leaving. Oh. Call the fans marks. Call Tony Khan yes. money. Shove it up everybody's backside that you possibly can. If you're going to do it, do it and get all the heat in the world. And, yep. and then, and then right when there. it turns, and then if it turns into something with Tony Khan and CM Punk, and it turns into some people siding with Punk, like the, I don't know, the Miros of the world or the Christians of the world. Go ahead. What about this? What about the other guy who's called Tony Khan a money mark? It's MJF. 
and I don't think like they need to be together because they're both ultra talented and they can exist in their own plane. But wouldn't that be a nice wrinkle if they have that dog collar match and they kind of find common ground? Punk cuts that promo and then MJF is coming out. That's the guy I was waiting to hear from. That's the guy I wanted to see. No more PG Punk and they form a union and they kind of run roughshod. What do you think? I'd go the other way. I'd have okay. MJF come MJF to the defense. I've had MJF come oh. to the defense of Tony Khan. I'd have MJF come out and go, let me tell you something, you piece of shit who couldn't hack it in the WWE, took his bat and ball and went home because you're a crybaby bitch, then went and got your ass handed to you in an octagon, not once but twice, maybe even three times. (laughs) Let me tell you something. He might be a money mark, but he's my money mark. He's our money mark. Now, see, you were talking about how you love, like, the boys could book a show better than the writers. and yeah, That's why I love hanging out with Mark, and, and, and Adila was here this week, and I'm not going to get into the stories, but hearing their creative brains, even at their age, and they're not active, right, it never leaves. That creativity among you, the, go- the boys, the girls, all of you, you are highly creative, and you never stop working, and look what we just ran through. It's probably not going to happen, but damn it, is that, would that, that's a year story right there, that I am not just a a little bit invested in but over the moon fully invested in just like the tribal chief the head of the table the samoans everything it's just it's too good to ignore we just turned cm punk heel and mjf baby face all based around <laughs> one word and it worked mark. you know and, and it now worked. and now aew see the shift and the split where the veterans who know how to manipulate the money mark got their paydays And the young boys who were given an opportunity by the money mark are taking his side. And the best part, the crowd's already on this. They already want to boo the invaders. They've written the story for you and given you the green light and said, we want this. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. What is up, everyone? It's Jeff Ratcliffe, the host of the Rant Podcast. Join me weekdays for my unique brand of insight and analysis that will help you crush your fantasy football leagues and DFS contests. I'm also bringing you the sharpest betting angles, unique parlays, and the need-to-know info that helps put units in your pocket. The Rant, the fantasy football podcast that's on every winning lineup. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. Great stuff from the Young Bucks cosplaying as the Hardys last night on Friday night. Rampage, man, bully. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit, but it, it, the comedic elements of last night, the Usos cutting that opening promo 
on Friday night. KO and Zane going back and forth. This from the you know the young bucks. It just I know people get offended or some people it's a buzzword, right? That's why Jericho is running it in the Jericho appreciation society sports entertainment. Right. And I know people think like, Oh, you, you don't, I love sports entertainment. Knoxville, Sami Zayn, one of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. So much fun. You just bully. You can speak to this. When you do the comedy stuff, if you do it right, you can knock it out the park, but it is a fine line, right? without a doubt you got to be very careful when you're doing comedy and pro wrestling because it can come across the wrong way i thought they did a good job with it young bucks popped me last week when they changed their bio again and it said that if they were around in the attitude era they would have buried the hardys uh the dudleys and edge and christian but those three teams are kind of good like i laugh my ass off when i see that because the bucks the Bucks are really smart when it comes to social media. They only they use it sporadically whenever they need it. They get in, get on, get off, get out. And, you know, they roll a grenade in the room. They watch people go crazy and, and then they get out. Like to hear the young Bucks, you know, m- making fun of all three teams when obviously they love all three teams and respect all three teams. That's the kind of st- stuff that always pops me. And um, I, I enjoy Matt and Nick's uh sense of humor i don't always agree with what they do in the ring but it's always fun Mm -hmm. listen um the the young buck style of match we can all agree you know there's really no rules it's a bunch of spots it's you know it is what it is but at the end of the day it's fun and i'll never forget uh one time for tommy dreamer's house of hardcore uh we were in toronto and it was Dudley's versus the Young Bucks. And, you know, Matt and Nick are like, you know, Bubba Devon, what do you want to do tonight? And me and Devon were like, we want to do your match. And they're like, really? I was like, we we're like, absolutely. Whatever. Let's do a Bucks <laughs> style That's match, awesome. which basically yeah. means yeah. do whatever the hell you want to do. And, you know, whatever. And it was a blast. We had so much fun. I think it was, I think it was house of hardcore nine, like nine or 11. If you ever get a chance to check it out, but Oh yeah, I got to. I I I appreciate what they do. I've always thought they were good dudes. I've enjoyed their matches because what what I tell people, but like fans, you get in touch with me, Ryan. Like, or how can you like a, a young Bucks match or any other veterans out there who who bury the Bucks for their styles of matches? Listen, I understand where those veterans are coming from. I understand their point of view. But not every match is going to have a boatload of psychology. Not every match is going to, you know, mean every move is going to mean something. Sometimes on the buffet, you know, there's a hodgepodge of stuff. You know, sometimes remember when mom would just take all the leftovers, throw them in a pot, mix them up. And all of a sudden it was called dinner. That's what the Bucks do. Sometimes they just take a bunch of shit. They throw it in the bowl. They mix it up. They throw it out there as a wrestling match. And lo and behold, it actually tasted good. That's so still my life, I'm still grabbing. All I, I, did, I dig what they do. I still exist in that world. And I'm glad to hear that you dig what they do because uh, it's, I mean, it's all fans of tag team wrestling, right? I feel like, you know, we talk about like pro wrestling, we're all in this together because it's our own sort of like crazy world and we got to rely on ourselves. I feel like that, that kind of like, I think that goes for tag team wrestlers as well. Like, cause there is a fraternity, a sisterhood, a brotherhood, whatever you want to call it. Right. Like where 
you guys are kind of are in that together. The Dudleys, you know, obviously you had your legacy on some level that's passed down to the books. And I, I think they recognize that. And they are paying homage. Like, I know they attacked Gangrel, but listen, they wouldn't have brought him in for that heat and use that if they didn't respect the dude. You know what I mean? No, the, the, there's no doubt that the the young bucks have always shown the right around amount of amount of respect. And yeah. listen, th- this industry is built on respect. You should always respect those that came before you. I was speaking with somebody in the industry last week, and this okay. guy is uh, about four years older than me, but I've been wrestling longer than him. And he said something. He goes, no, 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 no. It's my responsibility to call you. I'm the young boy in the business. And despite him being older in age, he still considered himself the young boy. That's just respect of the industry. That's what that is. I know that. And I know the Bucks have it. And But there are a lot of younger wrestlers, Ryan, who have kind of thrown that old school respect for the wrestling business out the door. And I hear from many veterans and, and I got to be honest with you, Ryan, veterans in AEW who mm-hmm. say that there are a a good amount, a, a nice little chunk of younger wrestlers in AEW that just refuse to take the advice, refuse to listen, and maybe whose level of respect for the wrestling industry isn't what that veteran or myself would be. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.